The current spoiler warning level is, Emerald. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Emerald. We're talking about a machine and its variants from Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, moving into Endless Waltz, uh, and then some comic bonbon stuff that nobody cares about. So, it is purely GTP-friendly, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG. I'm ready with my verniers. I'm Six Dalmar from Scanline Media. I I wish I had verniers. It'd make it easier to get around. I wouldn't need a vehicle either. That would be nice. Okay, so this is going to be the one time that you don't go, well, what about machines without verniers, Six? No, no, I'm just thinking You're about it now. Like, I don't know how... <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. I can't always... Look, sometimes I'm nice. It depends on how I'm feeling, okay? And today I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, it, it's also funny because anyone who who knows me personally knows that I'm also I, I am I am a huge pedant. So me getting on someone's case for being a pedant is kind of. <laughs> uh, uh, so so yeah. you have deserved it this whole time. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, well. But I've never been one for uh, humbly accepting my just desserts. So that's fair. Look, only accept the fate you make for yourself. Do not allow other God. people to interfere. I don't know what I'm Absolutely. on about. Let's roll a dice. Speaking of fate... <laughs> okay. Which, to yeah, be let's, fair, let's... we have made the fate work for us here in spite of itself. You know, we have re-rolled or just decided, fuck it, we're gonna forego fate. We're true, defying fate true. every week. It's great. We, we, we allow fate when fate works for us. Basically, yeah. Uh, and... After Colony. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'll accept that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's. Speaking of accepting fate, yeah, no. After Colony sounds fun. Okay, here we go. Uh, if it's a 19 or a 20 after reroll, because I still need to add. It turns out there aren't as many After Colony suits as I thought. After Colony is a pretty small one, actually, all things considered. If we talked about like Frozen Teardrop, but then there's no data to go on. Yeah, right. It's like uh, time to talk about uh things shrouded in cloak. Uh, I can see it has a scythe. And it's in a cloak. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Oh, did we get the death scythe? We got the death scythe. Yay! Okay, this will be a fun one. Uh, Alright, so the XXXG-01D Gundam death scythe. Alright, I forget what we did on the Heavy Arms episode. Are we doing it the death scythe, then the death scythe EW version, then the death scythe hell, death scythe hell EW? Or are we covering the EW versions after? I think we should do them in a row because then it allows us to compare them, right? Well, so previously we had our order different because of concerns about like spoilers and stuff. At this point, GGP has seen everything Gundam Wing that they're going to see. Yeah. So we can just do the logical order. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we'll just do normal EW upgrade. EW upgrade. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, we're, that's not really what's going to happen, but, you know, that's 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 the basic structure. Well, I mean, there are variants, but we'll talk about mm -hmm. those last because the, the variants for Gundam Wing and Gundam X and stuff that are, like, from Comic Bomb Bomb and stuff are, uh, they're their own category. They are, I, I, I wouldn't quite say crossbone-esque, but they are weird. 
Um, but the way we structure this podcast, it makes the most logical sense to talk about the Death Scythe and all the Death Scythe variants, and then Hell, and then all the Hell variants. Fine, we'll do it that way. Uh... <laughs> all right. Uh, get to the... talk about crazy beast. <laughs> XXXG01D Gundam Death Scythe, or the Gundam Zero Two, the Unit Two, etc. Um, so this is Gundam. Its name is Death Scythe. I bet you can't guess what it uses as a as a weapon, but uh. Let's go over the design from the head. You have a really cool head. This is what, so when we compare the versions, I usually prefer the EW for this one. However, this is one element that I do like on this. The head mm. is black, but with a white face in it. Uh, you've got a bright gold V fin. The black head actually gives it the appearance of wearing a hood around like a skull is what I mm. imagine what it's supposed to be given like that weird coloration. Uh, I think that's a really cool effect. There's also a nice bend in the V-fin. It's not just a straight-up V-fin. It has a nice, like... like a, I don't know how to describe that exactly. But like a like, weird it, little... It like zigs and zags a bit. Yeah, it zigzags, yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. Um, it, but otherwise, it's a very standard Gundam head in design. It's just got the cool coloration going on in the weird V-fin. But otherwise, mm -hmm. you're in the 90s. This is an Okawara design. You've got a two-vented Gundam head with, like, the teardrop marks going down. You've got the big red chin... It's about what you would expect. Um, Gundams are always crying. <laughs> uh, as you go down to the torso, uh, the torso is, again, a pretty standard setup of where you have, like, the top torso block all in one color that includes the cockpit, and then you've got two segments for the torso, like, the body part, um, uh, done in white on this. The other cool thing is the way they did the chest vents, um, and this will be even more prominent when we talk about the Death Side Hell, they almost have, like, a sort of rib cagey feel because they're like these vents that are like just lines uh going mm -hmm. forward through uh into the chest uh the the way that they're designed just looks really neat they're not like your usual gundam chest vents um otherwise a pretty simplistic torso on the collar you do have i believe those are machine cannons yes yes uh you have two machine cannons on the collar because we're in that era of not just head vulcans but uh you know, like, little weird torso Vulcans. There's a lot of these on, like, you know, the Wing Gundam itself has them, etc. I think it makes a lot of sense on these Wing Machines, however, because I think I think last time I, I was maybe a little less generous to them, but now that I think about it more, the the period where the original Death Scythe is active, you are dealing with a lot of non-mobile suit combatants, yep. right? Yep, you are. You're dealing, and not, like, you're, you're dealing with, like, jets, tanks, etc. And the idea is... If they are meant to be Earth invasion things, they would be dealing with a lot of different forms of, like, you know, a lot of different types of vehicles. Um, so it, it does make sense. It, it's not, like, the worst place for them. Um, I still, you know, think the head makes more sense because you can look around and you can't really move the ones in the torso. But then again, I guess the barrels, theoretically, if we don't know how long they are, they could probably have, like, a little bit of, like, movement to them. Mm -hmm. Um... But anyway, moving on, we have two really cool shoulders. Um, I do like the shoulder design a lot. The shoulders have this cool yellow trim. There's a piece of armor sticking out of the end of the torso, or sorry, of the end of the shoulder that has um, like a thruster, just very visible on it. Um, mm -hmm. You also have a small like square, either vent or thruster on like the main shoulder armor, but the outer one, I, I, I've always liked the look of the outer one there. Um, arms, not a, you know, not a lot to say about them. They are arms. Um, moving on, we have a skirt, uh, you know, standard Gundam skirt setup. Um, 
Though there is something interesting about the original Death Scythe skirt. It has a little red V on it, which is very funny because, like, the yellow V <laughs> on all the prior shows has always been kind of more of like this is an indi- like this is an alternate Earth Federation symbol, right? Like, mm-hmm. they it pops up on Federation machines generally. So it is interesting that you know we they they included what is like almost a standard design element of Gundams, but in a way that like doesn't necessarily make sense. I, I just think that's kind of fun though, like a little red V there. Um, mm-hmm. you've got multiple colors on the skirt. The skirt is black, uh, but you have like a a gray that doesn't pop up much else on the suit other than on the shoulders. Um, for like the uh like bottom armor of the skirt, uh, for either of the front skirts. Um. Meanwhile, uh, the rear skirt, just a singular plate, uh, does have, I believe that is a holster for the scythe? Because I normally always think of it holding the scythe on its back, but I don't know if the original one does that. That might be, I think that's an EW thing, um, the end of the original. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It, it, it can collapse, like, it can collapse down. Okay, um, yeah. It telescopes out to its normal use. Yeah, so, okay, it just stores it on the rear skirt like that. Okay, just making sure. I was just like, hmm... It's, I have a model of the EW one also, and so my brain sometimes like is like, wait a minute, doesn't it always have it like the way the EW does it? But it does not. Um, the legs are, and this is like my one of my main complaints with uh, both forms of the suit. Legs are very plain. Um, I do like the design mm-hmm. of like the armor on them. Like I like like that they have like separated knee armor here, uh, but the legs are all white. And so you just got all white going all the way down. You have some nice little line details. Um, But with the rest of the suit having as much color as it has, like, the forearms are black. Only the upper arms are white. And on the torso, only, like, the segmented uh, chest area uh, on the bottom of the torso is white. So the fact Mm -hmm. that they went all white with the legs, I think they could have maybe added a little bit more color to them, whether it was, like, the pauldrons being, like, that darker color, uh, the black, basically, or... I, I just feel like they could have broken them up a little more. But that's just I mean, I think d- legs are a consistently underutilized design element in mobile suit design. Mm-hmm. If you ask me. And I, I think this is a this is a this is a as you as you point out, this is like more of an example than usual. There's not even any color there. Yeah. But also like you have these machines that are like, you know, like put something useful down there. Yeah. You've got all this space. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think missile launchers make sense with the character of the thing, but I don't know. Like, imagine it having little, like, I don't know, like, Dom-style, like, flashbangs down there or something. Yeah, there's a, a number of things you could have done. And again, even, like, if you just wanted to keep it to armor, I just feel like you could have colored it differently, too, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I do like... the it, it, Those are definitely thrusters on the feet, but they do resemble uh, Vulcans, and the idea of feet Vulcans is funny, but then I remember that's an actual thing in a future series, so... Mm. Um, but foot Vulcans, uh, no, they are thrusters on the, uh, you know, front of the foot. Uh, the feet themselves are actually done in black, much like the rest of the armor. Um, and then for the backpack, you have what looks to be a pretty simple backpack, but you have these two, um, sort of like, how do you describe these? Like, the two parts that pop up. Uh, like, little scoops, I guess, um, mm-hmm. that are going up. I believe those are the hyperjammers, right? Yes, yes they are. Yeah, those are the hyperjammers. They kind of look like uh like uh um a, a like a, a protruding exhaust on like, you know, a modified car, right? Yeah. The way they like pop up. Uh and those those are hyperjammers. Those are for 
uh, emitting a bunch of particles that make it so uh, the Death Scythe will fuck with cameras and, you know... Oh, Minofsky particles. A, yeah, basically Minofsky particles, uh, which are not in-wing, but... Well, hmm, I say that, but there there are some in-jokes uh, on some screens that mention Minofsky particles in-wing, so... But uh, officially speaking, they are not in-wing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, the, besides that... The other major thing is we have the beam scythe. The beam scythe is a beam scythe. It is exactly what it says on the tin. Um, this is just a a beam scythe that you can use to cut a thing in half. Um, the TV version mm-hmm. of the beam scythe does let it um flip up, so it can actually be used almost like a sort of pole, like more of a standard pole arm than a scythe. And of course. I, I've seen it mentioned, you know, the scythe is a silly shape. But then again, unlike a real scythe where only the bottom is sharpened, this is a beam scythe. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, as far as I can remember, the only time it's used, it's used like flipped up in the show, is when it is used like with a much smaller output to do like a precision cut. Yeah. Like uh, Duo uses it to turn off the uh, the um, self detonating uh, sequence on the um, on the wing in one of the early episodes. Mm-hmm. It's basically used like yeah, it's it's it, it's very reminiscent of the beam javelin in this mode where you've just got like a very like concentrated like bit of energy at the end of it rather than it being the whole thing. Though of course, idea is it probably could be used as like the tall one. And honestly, it looks mm. cool that way because I am a fan of long handled weapons which like blades either equivalent or shorter than the handle, which would include like spears and stuff like that. Um I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to question uh, Dual Maxwell, but perhaps this thing would be more effective as the Gundam Death Naginata. God, that would be cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, the Death Scythe, though. Besides that, uh, it, besides the famous scythe, you also have the Buster Shield, and this is actually the thing I like a lot. Um, and mm. I'm surprised he doesn't use this in close combat more often because what he can do with this is this shield can emit a pretty thick beam blade out of it. The way he uses this in the show, as opposed to how I would think you should use it, is by launching it off of the arm into the enemy. Yeah, it has a it has a has it has a booster on the back of it, so it can can fly. Yeah, um, and it usually spins at the target. Like the what happens is the the mechanism is you have the two solid blades at the front of it that pop open. It'll emit a beam blade, and then it just points it at a thing and it flies at it because they didn't give it a gun of any sort. So that's. This is its long-range equipment besides Vulcans. I believe it is even used on... I can't remember if it was a helicopter or a retreating Ares or what, but, like, the first time we see it it's used... They, they, yeah, helicopter. Yeah, it, it's a fucking helicopter. Um, Which is a waste. <laughs> yeah, it's... See, to me, this feels like, oh, someone has gotten in close, and I cannot effectively use my scythe. I now have this cool, mm-hmm. close-range, like, short sword on my, like, forearm. Uh, never I, use I that realize way. it doesn't. I realize it doesn't play into like Gundam's sense of drama. But anytime these machines have these like wrist-mounted blades, what I want to see is like them get in like a classic like blade lockup and then just turn on the wrist one and instantly impale them. Yeah, I mean that would be cool as hell. That's well, that's always my thought with the wrist blade, right? Is that unlike like other beam sabers, because you're not pulling it out and like having to activate it at a certain time or whatever like having you know most beam sabers when you pull them out they activate as soon as you pull them out i know that like in um shorts counter that's where you get the cool ones where like 
they only tur- turn like full length when they're like swinging or like in defense situations like they they don't want to waste energy but like the idea of mm-hmm. like having a wrist mounted thing like going up for lo- what looks like like a punch or something and then just turning it on is so cool to me in my head it's um, very good i love like the way the buster shield looks i just don't like the way it's used like the idea of like this cool no. shield that also can pop a blade out of it that's really cool um the idea of this is essentially like a weird i i'm doing a a gundam wing version of a rocket punch but way less cool than a rocket punch is like less cool to me personally um I also think, I mean, there's also, like, potential, like, the physical blades on the Buster Shield are basically never used. No. And, like, you could do a thing where it's like, oh, this thing has an anti-beam coating or whatever, right? And you punch the shield into them and then do the scissor action where it pries the armor apart and the beam blade goes uh, through. Oh, that there's would be a cool. Lot of cool. Yeah, there are a lot of cool maneuvers you could pull with this thing, but he only ever just fires it at, like, helicopters. <laughs> and then, like, and then it inexplicably comes back sometimes, and then sometimes it doesn't. It's just, you know... Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's well. I guess there is one other piece of equipment. This is this applies to every Gundam and Wing. There is a self-destruct system on this. You mm-hmm. can blow itself up if necessary. Uh, yeah, as 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 we have to note every time, or at least I will note every time. Uh, unlike the Santa Rocks, it does not tell you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so th- this is the Death Scythe. Um, and like all wingsuits, you know, when, when Endless Waltz came out, they redesigned all the upgrade suits. And then, eventually, retroactively, Katoki also redesigned all of the not-upgrade suits. Uh, this is another one that had that. Um, so, the EW version of this, just to go through the differences. So, primary differences, you do lose on the head the really cool, like, hood effect. It, it is just a all-white Gundam head. Um... It does add yellow vents to the cheeks, and I do like the style of vent, like having it, it almost matches like the way the chest vents are on the original. Like they're just like you know dashes of yellow rather than you know just a whole solid thing of yellow. Um, I, I just I, I do like the cheek vents on this. The art of this is also not flattering, I will say, um, because this is older art. Uh, it tends to look like really good in model form and such, but the old art for this, like you will see on the wiki. Uh, not quite as cool um just because like i said i i think this is just older art um mm-hmm. not like the the death Scythe hell's ova art is any better either like a lot of the art on these 90s projects can sometimes look wonky regardless of artist um but uh it mainly it mainly the head is actually where i'm seeing like the whole huh this looks weird as art because the head looks blobby when on like the model kit and like in subsequent art it looks very sharp which matches mm-hmm. the aesthetic of Death Scythe. Like, you know, the cheek vents being like that. Like, they feel... It just... It feels like a pointy machine. And I think that that's a, that's a good thing for it to feel like a pointy machine. Otherwise, though, the head... I mean, it's an, it's an inoffensive Gundam head, you know. You've got your Mohawk camera and everything. Uh, oh, man. I just had an idea I really mm-hmm. like. What if when you turned on the hyper jammers, the, like, hood part of the head turned Yo, back? that would be cool. <laughs> that would be really cool That'd be really sick very silly but very cool um moving down to the chest uh the you still got like the white collar or the white like neck area of the original followed by having a black upper torso uh the vents are changed a little rather than having two it only has one but they're still like that sharp blade shape of a vent 
which I still like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do have a red cockpit hatch indicating the cockpit hatch as opposed to just like the upside down triangle of the original. Um, and then the bottom segment of the torso is still white. Uh, the shoulders are still appropriately pointy and they are made of two sections. You've got like a lower section and an upper section. They still have the thrusters in them. They're just placed a little differently. Um, oh, and I should note, instead of yellow, this uses more of like an orange. It's not like an orange-orange, but it's, you know, it's it's a it's a, it's a a darker yellow. Yeah, I mean, it depends on, I think, it, looking at it, it depends on the art as yeah, well. Yeah, some art makes it a bit more yellow. Um, I, I think the implication with it is it's supposed to be gold, right? Like, I think that's more... Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, a lot of things don't like usually doing gold like that, so it'll vacillate between, like, this darker color or this lighter color. But I think... And I think, honestly, it looks better as just yellow, not orange and not gold. Yeah, that's but, fair. You know. Um, Like, again, the model kit, probably the best-looking version of this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, as you go down, though, uh, the forearms are, you know, upper arms are still white, forearms are black now. You do have these cool orange wrist pieces. I like that. It just... Again, breaking up the color more is good, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. I may work with limited palettes, but I still don't think you should have too much blocking in, like, you know, like a plain blocking like that. Um, the skirts are mm-hmm. something I really like the changes to. The skirts have become very sharp now. The side skirts are, like, basically, like, look almost like blades pointing downward. Um, mm-hmm. The front skirt, uh, you, you have changed the color blocking. Now, instead of having, like, that, you know, all black with uh, the gray detailing. You have, like, little black armor pieces on the top, and the rest is white. Um, on the crotch, you do have a crotch-based camera now instead of the little red V. Uh, this is very evident, like, on the model kit or, like, when you see it in, like, some other art where they draw it as glowing. But basically, it has a camera uh, on the crotch piece there. Um, mm-hmm. As you move down to the legs, the knee armor, instead of being, like, you know, very pauldron-like flat armor... Uh, is now spikes. Uh, the the thing I like about this machine, as designed by Katoki, is he really leans on making it edgy, and I don't mean edgy in like the normal way. I mean edgy is in like a literal like this has a lot of blade like blade motifs on it, which I feel is appropriate mm-hmm. for the death site. Um, so you've got these big pointed knees. The the legs still aren't as color broken up as I would want, but at least he adds a little bit of gray to like where the blades and the knees are connected. Um. Well, one of the things that I really think this design does compared to the original Death Scythe, and I like the original Death Scythe art as mm-hmm. well, but the um, the EW version of the Death Scythe really conveys the idea that these are all based on, that these are like different scientists taking the same Gundam base. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's really easy to see in the EW version, where it's just like, oh yeah, clearly this is like, they all had the same, like, I mean, you know, imagine they all had the prototype Gundam, and then just outfitted it differently and added some different layers of armor and attachments and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's helped even, like, when you know the backstory of the models is they all share, like, a very similar, like, inner frame and stuff and some other parts. So, yeah, like, I could, I could definitely see it more. You can see it more here. Especially, like, those knees, right? The way the knees are designed, mm-hmm. it literally is, like, armor that is bolted on, it looks like. Um, yeah. And then the feet, you got cool little elf shoes. Um... <laughs> uh, Oh, I, yes. I do think the pointy feet are cool. Um, going to the armaments, uh, it still uses the beam scythe. Now, the beam scythe on it does not actually have the rotating feature. Um, 
Oh, oh and, and it doesn't it, collapse. Nope, it doesn't collapse. It wears it on its back. I do like the effect of it wearing it on its back. Like, it, it you know, it, it is placed diagonally on the backpack. Uh, the mm -hmm. Buster Shield gets a really cool redesign. I love this Buster Shield design. Um, I mean, it's very, it's very Ultron. Now. Yeah, the Buster Shield now has, uh, like, it, it has a rounder shape. If you look at the front of it, it's got two bright, instead of, like, the solid, like, you know, gray blades of the original, you got almost like pincers. Like, two yellow mm -hmm. pincers, like, beetle or, like, bug mandibles. And I really love them. Uh, those pop open, and it does, uh, in comparison to the original, a rather large beam blade. Oh, yeah. Um, like, basically, it's just a beam saber at that point. Like, a large beam saber. Um, and I love the way this one looks. This is the one where my brain is just going, instead of using the scythe duo, why didn't you just dual wield these shields and just become, like, a cool, like, wrist slicey man? Like, baraka or something from mortal Kombat. <laughs> mm -hmm. i just think that would be cool like dual wielding those it would be very cool like it's just a cool looking you know design to it um the backpack oh it shouldn't mention the backpack has changed on the ew version too you've got a lot more like normal uh like the thruster layout feels like very fancy uh you've got like two thrusters on the bottom but then, like, the two binders where the... Instead of, like, this the, um... It being, like, scoops that go up for the hyperjammer. Instead, you have two sections that are basically, like, their own independent binders with thrusters on the back that are able to move around mm -hmm. a little. But also, that's where the, um... You know, you have these, uh, scoops up on the front uh, doing the hyperjammer thing. The hyperjammers have also been changed to, uh, black with, like, yellow vents. Yeah, yeah, because they were just... A, they were just gray mm -hmm. in the original. And I think, again, the color contrast works here. I still wish there was a little bit more contrast on this, but this, I, I like the EW design overall a bit more, and I feel kind of bad about mm -hmm. that because I know the Death Scythe TV version is, like, a lot of people's favorites because it's what they saw on the show, and, I mean, it is a good design. I, I just... Yeah, I feel like I would just put, like... I, I would I would paint the hood black, and then I would do the EW version. Yeah. Um, For the EW version, there was also one set of optional equipment for this, the Rosette equipment. Uh... This mm -hmm. was added in Glory of the Losers. Uh, it was because I, I assume maybe they g gave these to him because he was, you know, there was that little bit of time where Duo was with the Wing Gundam, but it allows the Wing, uh, it allows the Death Scythe to basically have atmospheric flight in a proper sense. Um, what these are mm -hmm. are, if you look at the design of them, they're basically the designs given to the Wing Gundam EW, but sort of smaller. Like it has that same very segmented look. They even have like the same kind of like color segments um but they're just mm -hmm. much smaller which is kind of i think it, it, it's i think it looks neat though i actually like the way the rosette equipment looks um they also um they can fold up a little bit uh on the backpack and there is models of these because they did models of all the fucking glory of the losers equipment which is so weird to me still but i i like it <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad i could get that but uh yeah yeah just to show real quick for comparison uh, in the same chat. This is also for my own benefit. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You can, yeah, the, the color blocking is the same. It's just ba basically the entire like bottom and right part of the wing uh, uh, is the same as the uh, wing gun EW. It's just the rest of the thing has changed. I, I would say specifically, it's like if you look at the inner, like the portion where it connects to the backpack, they just sort of shaved a bunch yeah. off. And just to get it to connect to the uh, the two hyperjammer halves, um, and they can mm -hmm. pop out even further also than the art. 
uh, like they they they're on like little joints that allow them to pop up pop out even more. Um, and yeah, these allow it atmospheric flight, I guess. Um, I'm assuming they have thrusters in them. Uh, of course, these things have never been animated, so it's a little hard to gauge. But I guess yeah, no, the bottom of them is hollow, so I guess they do have thrusters. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I guess now it's time for some fucking weird things. <laughs> I guess we'll start with the XXXG01DB Gundam Crazy Beast. Also known as the Gundam Death Beast. This is from Gundam Wing Perfect Album Bomb Bomb Comic Variations. Bomb Bomb Comic Variations. Bomb Bomb Comics is one of the weirder things to have Gundam variations in it. Uh, Comic Bomb Bomb has had some stories that are more like known. I think G Unit, for instance, which is a Gundam Wing side story, was in it. But a lot of the things in it are fucking weird. I don't know who drew this. Uh, An edgy I think Mitchell's... someone who wishes they were drawing Batman. Th- this design... The Gundam Crazy Beast is... This looks like... A, <laughs> like If you remove the Gundam head, this looks like it could be like a weird organic mecha that was drawn as an enemy for an SNES game that no one has ever heard of and doesn't really play all that weird, but has really cool art. Like, that's what this feels totally. like. Like, the Gundam head feels very silly because the rest of this does not resemble anything Gundam. This is like... It has a skull on the chest. It has skulls on the shoulder. The back binders are, have now just become, like, whole-on Ara Battler Dunbine, like, Ara Converter wings. Uh, you've got, like, a weird set of wings just popping out of the back on the sides. It is dual-wielding, like, sort of Shamshir-looking blades. <laughs> um, like, like curved, so- curved single-edged swords. The feet have been replaced by digitigrade talons. Um, and it has bits, I think, that are bats? Yeah, yeah, it has bat bits. Well, it says bat funnels, I think, Oh, okay. Uh, mm. What the fuck? Also, also, its side skirts are basically, are so long now, they're just basically, like, knives. Yeah, and also, uh, apparently... The stealth capabilities have been upgrading, upgraded, allowing it to send ghost images to enemy radar. Uh, That's kind of cool. I this doesn't usually okay. <laughs> here's the thing: I don't mind when things sometimes go a little wild, or like if, especially if they're reinterpreting the story. But the way this is talked about is if it could be like placed into wing is what's breaking me, right? Like yeah. you know, you get series that do extensive redesigns to UC designs, but they are generally, like, applied in their own context, and also, like, sometimes, like, I, like, I don't know, like, the story they're from makes it feel like it makes sense. This is a little beyond the pale for me. I mean, even, even taking aside the visuals, and that's a lot to take aside, because it looks fucking wild. Uh, you're taking the Death Scythe and taking away its scythe and giving it goof heat swords, and I just, yeah, that's it's not right. it's heat swords. It has two leg claws that I guess you could also use the talons as a weapon, and then you've got Bat funnels. Like mm-hmm. this is like, what is this? This isn't. I can't imagine this fighting Leos other than like in a in universe horror movie maybe like as Oz propaganda about the Gundams, you know, like that. It does have the zero system, you know. <laughs> oh, of course it does. Yeah, could you imagine them like <laughs> like this is obviously like what they show the soldiers to be like this is what the Gundam pilots are like and it's like a horror movie featuring this monster tearing apart like the valiant Leos in battle. 
It's how I imagine it. Like, that's the only context I can I... see this existing and weighing in. Well, see, the way they do it is they can't show that officially because some of these pilots are going to see the Gundams and they're going to know that that's bullshit and they'll be like, Oz lied to me. So what they do is they develop this film and then they sort of like release it like like a, like a fan tape, like a black market Oh, thing, right. right. Okay. Yes. And this is done to drum and, up. And they don't do anything to stop it, but officially they have nothing to do And this is to it. drum up like public uh, opinion that, oh no, the Gundams are evil monsters and stuff. Okay. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, also from Comic Bomb Bomb, we have the XXXG01DC Gundam Nightmare Centaur. Yes, I agree. Nightmare Centaur. <laughs> um, so what we have done here is we have turned the Gundam into a enemy of the week from uh, some like late 80s super robot show. Um, so you've got... Not really the Death Scythe head, other than it still has the hood effect, but now you've added, like, the the ears that are more reminiscent of, like, the wing EW onto it, though I'm sure that's not what they're drawing from, they're just giving it your little flip-back horns. Um, the -hmm. shoulders have become orbs, uh, they each contain an arm, uh, one arm is wielding a double-bladed, uh, spear, but, like, with the shortest handle on the planet, so I hate it, this lance... Because it's just like a tiny little handle. Yeah. I don't. I think you need to have a longer handle on the lance for it to look cool. This looks very silly. Also, the proportions feel out yeah. of whack because that head feels huge. That's that spear feels small. The hand feels small. On the other arm, you have a gigantic shield with a skull and crossbones on it, and the skull has fangs. Um, normal Gundam skirt basically with like legs <laughs> sure. but then the skirt i mean except for the fact that it covers yeah four the problem legs. is like yeah the i the angle of this art makes it hard to tell i can't tell if there's like if it's like the rear skirt extends outward and that's where these rear legs are on or if it's like coming out of the bottom like the angle is odd they drew this at a weird angle and it's got like a weird multi-segmented mm-hmm. tail and it's got four legs the legs continuing the motif of the death scythe do have like big armored like you know like big armor on them like knee pads yeah um the legs are the one part of this design that i actually think are kind of cool a conceptual mobile suit okay well at least this is only in concept this is you know what here's the thing these are the doctor's math scrawlings in their labs that's what these are this is like (laughs) these are these are the doctors in their labs uh scrawling down notes on their cool gundam that they're gonna make and this is what it looks like in concept before the final that is truly what it is professor g just wilding out you know, the, 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 the most wily of the Dr. Wileys just wilding out, drawing this in his lab. That's, you know, that's what this is. Okay. He had a lot to drink, and he's like, oh, God, what did he I draw just last played, night? What the I, fuck? I, I was going to make a Mega Man joke. I think it's Mega Man 6. I was going to say, he just played Mega Man 6 and was like, Centaur Man, that was cool. What if I did that? <laughs> so, Okay. Its primary strength was the ability to leap directly into a group of enemy mobile suits and destroy each of them with a single blow. I think the normal Death Scythe can do that without having to be a centaur nightmare. Um, but what if it was one? What if, what if, what if it had... It, it's like, you know, listen, how, oh, how also fast says, would you be? It says you it wanna... has a beam shield pick. I assume a beam comes out of that shield, maybe? I guess you can kind of see, like, if... If they were to split, you could see where it would split, but I'm not sure yeah. if that's... The problem is, this I only mean, listen, exists if as this if one I was illustration, really... so there's no way of knowing. 
if I was really embracing how stupid this thing was, I would have the skull open up and the <laughs> beam pit come Which out is, of the that's mouth. That's the thing to know. None of these appear in a story in what they come from. These mm-hmm. appear in, like... Um, the, these appear, like, as illustrations as they are. And that's it. Like, they aren't... It, it's it's bizarre. These The context for these machines is strange. Um, also... I just noticed something. One of them is not linked on the other page, and I will have to link you. Oh, no. Okay, I see why it's not linked. It's the Deathside Hell variant. Never mind. Okay. Well, next one we'll talk about is the XXXG01DF Gundam Dark Angel, also known as Gundam Dark Fighter. Uh, okay. This one almost, almost. works. This, the problem is this has big crossbone energy still. Like, the proportions and everything feel uh, extremely out of whack. Um, the head, yeah. you've given it cheap cameras and also, like, a weird double head. I What is that to the sides of the mohawk, these bunny ears? I assume they're secondary hyperjammers. Oh, okay, that's what these are, hyperjammers. And the shoulders are also hyperjammers. You have giant blades coming out of either shoulder, uh, and then the sides of them are just giant hyperjammers. You have a couple thrusters stuck in there. Um... There are skulls on the front of the shoulders, and the arms are the tiniest little arms they look like. They're so dainty, uh, especially when you consider how tiny this torso is. The head is gigantic, the shoulders are gigantic, the arms are tiny, this torso is tiny. Um, This feels like someone who is like both edgy and also a fan of Kazuhisa Kondo drawing the Deathspin. Because you have a gigantic skirt that goes down to the knees. It's not chunky, chunky enough to be uh, Kondo, though. That's true, but these proportions, though, the giant skirt, the giant yeah. shoulders, these dainty little hands, uh, these legs are so thin, this boy needs to eat. Someone needs to feed this Gundam. <laughs> the, the, these legs are so thin, and there's armor on them. You've got... Now, I made the joke about elf shoes. These are elf shoes. I mean, well, the previous ones were like like Christmas elf shoes, and these are like Keebler elf shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's yes, that's the like pull. Little 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 <laughs> forest gnomes wear these like little curly shoes, and its death scythe is so its scythe is double bladed, but also like half the or I guess it's maybe like near the same length as the original scythe, but they put another blade at the other end. It again, this handle feels way too small. I guess. It spins it like a propeller blade. Why? Why? <laughs> like, what does that, that gain you? It strikes with incredible speed and precision. Um, yeah, it has four hyperjammers, I guess. So it's the two on the head and then the two on the shoulders. I don't know what the backpack thing on, situation on this is. It disables enemy cameras when entering visual range. It has smoke emitters and holographic projectors as well. Okay, so this is just bullshit. It, it walks onto I'll, the scene. No one can see it. There are fake Gundams everywhere, and there's also smoke for some reason. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. When I said that this one almost works and this one's better, it's before I enlarged the image. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, and it has two ribbons. Um, oh, no, those are... Okay, those are actually wings on the back, but they look like ribbons because you can see on the right side that the page... like I think it, it this was on a page split, and so they just merged the two halves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does look like it's folded, like some kind of like weird ribbon or something. What a strange design! I it's 
Its only weapon is the double beam scythe. It has no cannons, no buster shield, nothing. Just, this is it. I mean, it looks like it has head Vulcans. It looks like it should. Yeah. I guess it has right, those. Like, sort of right above the eyes right there? Yeah. Okay, I see it. Yeah. I, I hate this. This, this is the is one I hate the Gundam. most. They put a Gundam head on, like, some fucking, like... I don't, know, I, I don't like even know what full metal panic design. Feels, no, this does not feel like a full metal panic design. <laughs> well, the the, the core frame, like the way those legs look. I I guess it maybe looks like a very specific one. I guess, but this does not look like Ebikawa art. I should note that now. This okay. Ebikawa has very like clean angular art. This is messy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this sure. Is, I mean, this is basically fan art, right? Yeah. Th that's what this looks like. Yeah. This looks like fan art. All of these look. I know that there are good, good fan artists. I don't want to say that, like, to besmirch artists. Like, I follow a lot of people who do really cool, like, original mecha and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Or, like, gun you know, mecha for Gundam and stuff. Um, that is like, That are fan designs. But, like, this gives off, like, the vibe that it was drawn, like, as fan art. So, like, it, the the weird pose, like, the, the, the extraness of the design, it does have that, like, kind of vibe. Yeah, the thing about saying something looks like fan art is it's not uh, it's not like talking about like it's actual like saying that fan art is low quality. But the thing is, when you have a like a design for a series like Gundam, one imagines you're accountable to other people for how it looks. And with fan work, you're not accountable to anyone. You just put something out. And that's the thing. It's just that they're like it doesn't feel like anyone looked at this and gave feedback. Yeah, no. More exciting news. We're done with the the comic bonbon variants. We can now talk about the XXXG. Are we? Or are we just going to talk about different ones in a little bit? We'll talk about one different one, I think, in a little bit. Uh, no, I think we're gonna talk two, about two different ones. Fuck. <laughs> oh, well, not not a comic bonbon one, just a lazy one. Okay. Okay, that's fine. fair enough. Um, <laughs> um, okay. XXXG 01D2 Gundam Death Scythe Hell. This is the upgrade of the Gundam Death Scythe after the Death Scythe was originally destroyed. Um, and it was destroyed pretty hard uh, originally. Um, but uh, what was left of it was taken to uh, Oz's Lunar Base where they have the five scientists. And the five scientists... Uh, I can't remember it. They they rebuilt these in secret, right? Like these were yes. not, yeah, right. They gave they did all these upgrades as like a secret, which is so funny to me that you have this Oz facility where they brought the Death Scythe remains. The Oz people decided we're gonna bring the the remains of the Gundam, you know, and the Gundam frame and all that to where we have the five Gundam scientists, and then we're gonna let the Wileys have such reign over this lab that we'll never notice that they are rebuilding a whole ass new Gundam. It's um, really funny in in that that whole sequence of of wing the way they portray that Oz base on the moon is that it's so fucking big and so empty that people can just do shit all over the place and no one knows. Like, there's a point where Duo stumbles into the room where the doctors are building these new machines. They're like, listen, we gotta beat you up and throw you in jail so they don't find out that we're rebuilding these Gundams. And they beat him up and then step outside the door to that hangar, close the door and throw him on the ground. And they're like, okay, we will not question what was in that room. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, the base is portrayed as so big and empty. It's hilarious. It's utterly bizarre it is so strange um anyway this design though you've got the head still has like the motif of the hood 
But now we've added some silver lining to it. Literally. Just some mm-hmm. silver, like, ornate edges to this. Um, which I think look pretty cool, actually. I do like them. The, mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, the head is a little sharper. looks more like a hat, uh, almost, than a hood. But uh, it's still pretty cool. Um, you go down to the torso, and the ribs have been turned up all the way. These are no longer our vents. These are just... The Gundam scientists have decided, we're going to put ribs on this. And it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Otherwise, pretty standard. It, it, it's funny, because it's otherwise a normal Gundam torso, right? Like a very blocky upper torso. The two segments of a lower torso in a different color. You've got the cockpit block. But it does have these cool ribs over them. Uh, the shoulders have been toned down a little, technically speaking. But there's attachments on them. That we will talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, the shoulder itself is, like, a normal shoulder, but I can't tell, actually. These attachments, they're on the... They're technically the backpack, right? Well, it's a... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a two-segment thing. Right? Oh, there's a segment on the shoulder, and then the other segment is on the back. Right. There's a segment on the shoulder that sort of folds down over the arms, but then folds folds out and back when needed. Yeah, the Death Side Hell has these big-ass wings, basically. Um, they're called the Active Cloak. Uh, they are, uh, apparently, they function, I, I don't know why they word it this way, they, they function similarly to the Mercurius's planet defenders. That's a weird way of wording this. Um, mm-hmm. they do have a, they do emit a field, though. They are able to repel shots, uh, like from beam cannons, uh, when closed. And the armor itself, if the beams ever reach the armor, uh, does have anti-beam coating treatment. Um, the active cloak also, uh, allows the Death Scythe Hell to turn invisible when closed. And can function in wings when when open. Uh, so oh okay, the there it isn't mounted onto the backpack at all. They are both halves are on the shoulder. Oh okay. Yeah, the top of the shoulder, both halves. It's just the way it folds. It looks like it's part of the backpack. Okay, weird looking. Um, it, it doesn't help that uh, the EW version sullies the water with uh, having it be, work completely differently. But we'll talk about that in a bit. Um. So these open up, though, and have, like, little thrusters on the inside of them as well. Uh, when it's closed, it can turn invisible, like, just full-on invisible. I think that it's invisible, like, I think it's just active camouflage. I think it would be, in, it, there. it's even invisible when you're on foot. Because we see that in an episode, I'm pretty sure. Uh, hmm. that, like, it like it just appears. I think it's during the episode, that, like, with Troa at the circus, Right. Um, I don't recall. I can't remember. I don't recall this. I'm pretty sure, though, it can active camo, even, like, like it's not just, like... Like, the hyperjammer has always been, it's interfering with the enemy cameras. This motherfucker has a hyperjammer and can turn invisible, so, you know. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, nothing nothing you can really do about not being snuck up on by this. Mirage colloid. Yes. Um, <laughs> as you go down the arms, though, you still got the white upper arm, the, the black lower arm, pretty similar in design. Uh, you've got this pretty similar skirts as well like you know the black armor with the gray front armor it still has the little v oh i should note it has added the definitely not a federation v to the torso as well uh Mm -hmm. in red um the side skirts and rear skirts have been elongated in a way that's pretty neat um they like go down more to the knees uh the knees are the legs themselves are mostly the same as the original up until you get to the foot where you've got weird double toe spikes, kind of. 
Um, and there's also some like on the side of the foot as well. Y- oh yeah, I see. Yeah, weird. Okay, strange design. Uh, this is the best looking scythe, death scythe. You think so? Okay. I disagree, but with a caveat, and we will talk about it. Um, okay. Okay. But I, I do think this is a pretty cool one. Oh, we should talk about the armament change. Uh, you thought one beam scythe was cool. What if we added an entire emitter on top of it? Uh, for no reason like i okay it also has a rocket thruster right yes. which makes sense to help it swing it faster i get that but i don't understand is there an instance we see in gundam wing where duo swings the the scythe at something and it's not strong enough to pierce it like what problem are i mean we solving? i guess i guess the thing is because of the way you can set the blades Theoretically, it, it it gets like a further reach, I guess, because it can make the top blade fold out a bit more. It is mm. a little silly upgrading into that. Um. So, uh, you also have an improved Buster Shield that is just a giant coffin on its arm. The original one already had kind of more of like of a coffin look than a shield look. Like it looked like a combination. This leans in on being just a giant coffin on its arm. Like it's got that sh- distinctive shape. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a, and it's got a, like a yellow point on the front of it, like physical point. It still has the two little blades that open up into a beam emitter and it still launches it. Um, it's, so it's still the buster shield. Um, the, and it's, it also has Vulcans should note that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, besides that though, this is, this is an interesting upgrade. It has added. Yeah. Like having, it, it is leaned in on the cloak motif by giving it an actual cloak. It can turn invisible. This machine, for what it does in the series, is basically like the Death Scythe turned to 11. It it, it, it it enters the battlefield, cuts a bunch of things in half before they can even realize what's going on. And, I mean, that's I guess that's the explanation for why it doesn't really need, like, a, a ranged weapon. This one, even less so, is that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know where the attack is even coming from. Still, still think the Buster Shield, you know, doing that is a little silly, but... Um, you know, it's what it is. Uh, I feel like, I feel like it's an instance where you need one of those, like, UC combination blade and, like, right, mi- like, mini beam guns. I think if that we could fire, like, a beam out of the shield, that would be kind of cool. Like, like, just, like, yeah. a, like using it as a rifle, like, a wrist mounted one. That would be kind of cool. Um, so, the active cloak, uh, oh, should note, when the active cloak is closed, uh, the cloak does have, like, a uh, uh, adds a little bit more like red and gold to the suit. Like it's got this interesting like, like it's like white detail, but like with gold lining, and then it's got like little red uh, marks on them. Uh, I think the cloak looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. This is just a cool machine. Then we have the EW version of this machine, which goes a little extra, and I personally quite like this one, but with the caveat that we will talk about. Um, so, looking at the changes on this machine, uh, Kotoki has embraced giving it the hood head. Uh, the white has been changed to gray, though, and that I really like, uh, especially on the model kits. Mm. Like I said, the OVA art here, not necessarily the best representation. If you're looking at the model kit for this, it looks striking, and I really like that gray. Uh, the dark gray, like, used for, like, the face and, um, like, some of the other details on it. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks more like a slightly, like, a, a purple gray. Yeah. Um, for a lot of parts of it, and I think that that looks a lot better. It's a really neat model. Um, and uh, 
you always run into this caveat. Like, in the OVA, it also looks pretty good. When we look at things on the show, sometimes you pull up the production art, and then you realize, huh, production art wasn't as cool as it looks. Which is because the production art does have to be simplified, you know, because animation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so the Death Scythe Hell going down has basically the same torso as the EW version. Oh, I didn't note this on the EW version, but the way that... The EW version has these, like, sensors, basically, like, that resemble, like, real life, like, you know, military sensors on the collar rather than, um, rather than, like, Vulcans. Um, oh, yeah. I, I meant to note that on the original, but yeah, uh, it's, it, it's, it's weird. Um, they're just, like, these little, like, they, they look cool. Uh, they, they just remind me of, like, a, like, sort of, you know, we talk about radomes, but there are radomes that are designed, like, you know, more flat. Or, like, not flat, flat. They're still dome, but you know what I mean. Like, smaller. They're mm-hmm. not, like, the big discs that we get in Gundam all the time. And that's what these kind of mm-hmm. remind me of. Um, but, yeah, the torso is the same as the original uh, EW version. But we have uh, made the chest vents red. Um, the cheek vents are also red now, I should note. Uh, which I think is a cool color for them. Uh, the yeah. shoulders have been extensively changed. You have these two, like, gigantic, like, white blade, like, silver white blades sticking out of them, like, that are layered on top of each other, uh, which looks cool. I, I think Does this it? is where the hyperjammers are, right? Uh, it's, uh, what I understand it says is the, for, in this version, the hyperjammers jammers are just sort of integrated into the body. Okay. Um, games and stuff which... tend to make it so that the, the, the arms have it, which is why my brain was like, maybe that's what they are. Mm. But yeah, that, if they, I just, these shoulder things are nothing. They just, it's, it feels like I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and turn you by uh, pulling out an example. Yeah. I know you don't like, it feels like Banshee Norn, like just strapping on extra metal. It does look cool, though. The problem is... It doesn't! The, the problem is, I I think aesthetically it does. I think that mm. these... I, I think that these shoulders look neat, uh, having these big shoulders. Um, I don't like them. I, I, that's fair. I do. Um, the other thing fair. I like on this design, though, that I think you might agree with me more on, I like that both arms have mini shields. I think those are cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, uh, the skirt, again, a lot of these are the same... Uh, as, like, the EW version of the Death Scythe, just a lot of the white has been turned into this, like, kind of gray, purple-gray. Um, the knees have been changed to more of a white color, uh, but they're still, like, you know, the pointy knees, and you have the pointy shoes. The main change is the backpack. The backpack on the Death Scythe Hell EW version, it, it no longer is, like, the hyperjammer, no longer even has, like, visible thrusters, really. Um, it's just this giant set of wings. Uh, that are, you know, it is the active cloak. There are the same, they are supposed to be like the same thing as the TV show one. This is like how it goes invisible and, you know, defies radar and it works as a shield. Like it is mm-hmm. this big cloak. You've got two little red tips at the end of like the wings that look cool. Um, it is able to wrap them around its body uh, or, you know, splay them out. Any number of things. They, they basically, they are like weird cloak wings. They, they have the function of doing both. And they look really cool to me. Um, I like how pointy they are. I think they look, again, this is another thing that's very impressive to me on the model. I love the way it looks on the model because I think the black plastic that they used, like in the paint they used for the model, I think it just looks really good. Because it gives off that feel. Like, it feels like something that is made for stealth, right? Like, you think of stealth vehicles and they have that, like, kind of matte black, you know, appearance to them. 
so Dylan just posted an image that made a big difference to me because one of my big problems with this is in Endless Waltz, it never folds the wings, and I didn't know it could fold oh, the wings. Oh, yes. It can still do the armor thing, and it me thinking it couldn't do that was one of my big complaints, oh, so that makes a huge difference. Yeah, so in the OVA, the only time I think it has the armor closed is literally the first time it pops up right before you see it spread out the wings and become horror <laughs> incarnate to fuck things up. Um, that's like mm. the only time you really see it doing the cloak thing. Um, obviously, like, the wings are probably were a little weird to animate, but, like, the way that they're designed in the model, they let you do a lot of really cool dynamic things, and I love the wings look. Um, I, I think, you know what, uh, also when they're closed, I like what the shoulders do for the silhouette, and I think that might be another reason I like the shoulders. Um, mm -hmm. just makes it more striking to me in that mode, but I like this design a lot for that. Now, Overall, I think that the EW Death Scythe um, is still... So, the problem that some EW suits have for the ones in Endless Waltz is their armaments seem very stripped down. Yeah. Um, and now, this was later explained in a thing, like the side material in Glory of the Losers, as their weapons were, you know, they were fully disarmed when they were put into storage. So they don't necessarily have all their equipment. Like, the Ultron's backpack like, the Ultron EW in, like, the in the OVA does not have, like, the scorpion tail and stuff. But in Glory of the Losers, it does. It's supposed to just be, this was, like, you know, when they when we put these in the cold storage, um, we, we took away their armaments. And, like, so things that were e is easily removed were. Um, so the EW version of the Death Scythe is very much improved, in my opinion, when you get um, the version with like all of its equipment mm. um specifically uh it has two buster shields that are used as skirt armor that i think are cool plus it's a place for them that i think is kind of make like makes sense just because they would be at waist level with other mobile suits and so if they mm -hmm. pop up and launch that way i think that's cool and it also has a pair of the double beam scythe and this one definitely uh, expands the range because one of the blades is always pointing up. So it's just like a yeah. huge area taken up by this. I think that this model, like, with the extra red from the, uh, like, like with the extra red provided by the shields, because the yellow has become red on the shields, and this, like, double beam, uh, saber, or uh, double beam scythe, I just think it looks really cool and striking. I like how it looks a lot like this. Personally. Yeah, I maybe, the, I, I still am not totally sold on the, the white tops of the shoulders but this this might be the best looking death scythe you're right i, I really like this one i was so glad that they announced like the glory of the loser set um because i the thing is for instance i there's a couple of other ew designs that i really like uh ultron uh that felt really bare bones because of not having the cool thing from their suit in the show well i can get this and then get an ultron and it would look really cool also you can give the tall geese a fucking weird sword because that's a thing in Glory of the Losers. Is, is that? I thought it was a Tall Geese 2 Tall Geese 2, sword. I should is say. That yeah, right? that's Tall Geese 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hope they do another one of these sets that has, like, the Tall Geese flugel parts. Because, God, that'd be cool. That's, that, I mean, if they're going to do that, they're just going to release a whole last P-Bandai Tall Geese It flugel. has a lot of unique parts, that's true. That is fair. Because they, have, they, have, uh, they would have to... The best mobile suit design. They would have to redo the wings entirely, <laughs> I think, because mm -hmm. they would need to accommodate. Anyway, we'll talk about the Tall Geese at another time. Uh, 
God, I hope the, so. The Death Scythe, though. <laughs> Death Scythe Hell, pretty cool machine, regardless of TV or EW version. Uh, I guess we have to end this on a fucking sour note, though, because there's a comic bonbon variation of this uh, as alongside a uh, TL's Impulse one. The TL's Impulse one, we'll talk about quickly. It's... Well, no, let's let's do let's do comic bonbon okay. first because the 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 impulse one I don't think is is good, but it's certainly better than the comic bonbon. So let's All not right. end on a completely yeah. shit note. All right, triple X G O one D S Gundam Matala- Tarantula, also known as Death Spider. Uh, what the fuck? I like bod leg <laughs> mechs, and yet comic bonbons is in- insisting on me that they cannot be good. Um. Okay, you've got a Death Scythe Hellhead, though they've removed the ornamentation. You've got a normal-ass Gundam torso that seemingly has normal-ass Gundam vents, other than instead of ribs, they've put a whole-ass gigantic <laughs> metal skull kind of on this. Uh, the shoulders, incredibly long, so long that the arms actually pop out of the ends of the shoulders rather than the base of the shoulders. Like, the arms are not attached to the torso, they're attached to the ends of the shoulders. The arms are multiple segments, like bug segments. The thing is, there are good bug robots. This is not one of them. So don't, don't take anything I say as saying that bug robots are bad. The way they do this is bad. Um, It has one arm holding a beam scythe. The other arm, which seemingly has a hand that is much tinier, though this might also just be the weird cutoff, uh, has a beam spear. Uh, is that a beam spear? It's a regular beam spear. spear. I, I, I have to take them on their word. I... This looks like a. Where's the Where's the projector? You just see an entire piece of metal there. I don't know. And then you've got, <laughs> uh, the, so the lower skirt. You it has skirt for some reason, but it's not like it matters because this motherfucker got a fucking <laughs> circle with four legs sticking out of it. Um, six. Sorry, six. Two little tiny ones on the side that don't. What the fuck? Yeah. What were they doing? <laughs> Oh, uh, those, I'm sorry. those legs. Uh, this, this, sorry. These, the legs on this mobile suit uh, atrophied through lack of use. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, and then it mentions, oh, the two front legs were manipulated as close quarter striking weapons. Um, this machine doesn't have other legs to balance on because of how the rear ones are. This is dumb. Um, not this only is that, a really stupid. Design. A multi-sensor camera mounted in its chest. Along with the main torso's ability to rotate 360 degrees. Um, why did they design this even having a front, honestly? Because they could have just, if they're doing the spider design, made it so it works in any direction. And designed it, like, so, like, the bottom was, like, more equal. Like, a lot of things that are, like, quote-unquote based on spiders actually end up being four legs a lot of the time when the people, like, make robots Mm. and stuff like that. Because... They're, they're just called spider because they have, like, the central body, like, circle body with the legs sticking out of it the way a spider does. Um, well, and the way these two middle legs suck so bad, it makes me feel like they drew this with four legs and then were like, wait, shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and I guess they were like, they we need eight legs. limbs to make it a spider, so it has the two <laughs> arms, and then it's got these two... I, I guess this is for picking up cargo containers uh, in, <laughs> in the hangar, uh, if necessary. I hate this. Uh, yeah. Putting I like that it says that it has six legs, but it has a weapon, as if those could be used as a weapon. What are you going to do? I mean, listen, if it lies on its back... I hate this. This machine sucks. <laughs> this is such a shit like, design. The thing is, like, you can do this idea in a cool way. This is just, they did it. The, I would simply make a cooler robot. Ah. Uh, yeah. 
sorry. Anyway, I don't like the Mad Tarantula. I don't even think... Like, it looks cool in the basest of ways for a few seconds. And then the more you realize, oh no, this thing just sucks. Like, you try imagining it moving and stuff and doing things and it just doesn't work. Not for me, at least. Like, it just looks silly doing it. Yeah. It looks, it looks like trash. Um, the other Death Scythe is... So, Six, have you played Devil May Cry 3? Oh, have I? You remember how yes. when you go into Devil Trigger, how they have butt wings? Yeah. The Death Scythe guilty yeah. answer is, what if we did that to the Death Scythe? And, I, and to be fair, I think the Devil Triggers in the DMC3 look cool. I mean... But they did have butt wings, and as does this. Here's here's the thing. I actually think the butt wings look cool. <laughs> um, the thing is, well, okay, the way that they look in like the that that uh, I believe that is fan art as card art that is designed to look like Gundam War because I don't think they actually made a Gundam War card art of this. Um, I I hate the Gundam wiki for this because I know I've seen this labeled as <laughs> you know uh. These, I've seen these labeled as fan art in other pages, which just means, oh, you're putting fan art on people's pages. Like, here, here's my here's my quick little gripe about that. If you're on a wiki and it has fan art, what you are saying is, okay, that means we have to scrape through Pixiv and link every piece of fan art because why are you picking and choosing which fan art is representative? At that point, it just there's just no reason to do it. Don't do it. Also, a lot of the times they don't credit the artist. Really shitty thing to do. Anyway, um, all right. This is from TL's Impulse, which is a weird... I... What? Why do they say semi-official? Who says this is semi-official on the wiki? Who edited this article? I'm going to the history page, and I am... I am calling out... I don't know who wrote on this. Heck, heck. Calm down. <laughs> I'm mostly joking, but I will say, saying semi-official is dumb. That is dumb? That is dumb. There is... What? That means nothing with Gundam. <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really mean, anything. mean anything. Canon, uh, if it is animated, it is official. If it is not animated, it is unofficial. Western Gundam fans Well, get... no, that's not that's not true. If it is made by Sunrise, it's official. It is animated it's by... canon is a different thing. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They don't talk about canon. All that matters is whether something is official or unofficial. Um... Here's, here's another thing that's really stupid, right? Uh-huh. If you go to the TL's Impulse page... They talk about this being a uh, a comic series. It's a comic series of one issue. Oh. It's not a series. Comic they put se- out one of yeah, them. Wait. <laughs> it is a short comic series. What? One issue. Yeah. What? Anyway, um, lo- <laughs> lots of weirdness to the uh, articles here. And I know that I'm being part of the problem by not fixing it. But look, I don't have the time to do that. And I, I would... If, I've had changes reverted that I've tried fixing on here, so just fuck it. Not bothering. Anyway, Death Scythe Guilty. Cool, kind of cool machine in a way. Uh, this is a Death Scythe where... Okay, we have added... It, it, it is... It looks like the head might be more based on the original Death Scythe than the Death Scythe Hell. It's a little hard to tell in that art there. Um, mm-hmm. Or not art, I should say. That like weird custom model. Uh, the upper torso is white like but like only the top of it um you've added some we've added some red accents to the shoulders and to the buster shields and to the side uh the front skirts well those aren't those are not buster shields shields. those Those are regular arm shields shields. yeah um and then uh otherwise this is more pretty similar to the actual death scythe hell 
But instead of having back wings, the wings are mounted, I think, on the rear or the side skirt. Which is a little strange. Yeah, I think they're folded and then they're on the side skirt. So it's got these, like, weird wings on the skirt. That um, mm-hmm. It also features a thing called the prism particle coating, which bends light around the Gundam, rendering it 100% invisible. And it also can disrupt enemy sensors. Um, so the, 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 ba- the, the way the wiki works is, the bat-like active cloak has been transferred to, from the back to the hip armor, although what exact effect this has on performance remains unknown. I mean, this is this is an attempt to mass-produce the Death Hell, mm-hmm. and I think for that, it's relatively successful. Yeah. I mean, do you need any other mobile suits if this just has a system that lets it go invisible? Right? I mean, if you just you have a group of these as, like, you know, basically commandos. I think it works. Yeah. Um, oh shoot, this has an upgrade. Oh, I was gonna spring Fuck, that on you. I yes. <laughs> Alright, so not a lot else to say about it, because it's just mostly a reconfigured death site. What is the guilty custom, though? What is happening? Oh, it's, no. It's, I, I like this. This is, this is a, this is a Hydra Gundam by way of death site. Uh-huh, literally. Yeah, oh, it, it literally is. Okay, yeah, I just noticed that. I, I saw, like, the weird, like, beam claw things, and I was like, that... Kind of reminds me of the Hydra. Oh, okay, no, this is just the Hydra. It is literally the Hydra's bean claws put onto, like, the backpack. It still has the skirt mm-hmm. wings. Oh, I do like the detail that the skirt wings, they have the underside of the wings painted, like, a red. That would be really, that would be a cool thing to do with the Deathside Hell EW. Just coloring the underside. It red. really makes it look like the, like, flowing, like, coattails of a jacket in a mm-hmm. cool way. Um, so this is just a Deathside Guilty that has the Hydra Gundam parts on its backpack, right? Like, there's... And they've changed the shoulders to, like, the, you know, the, the Hydra Gundam shoulders. Otherwise, I think mm-hmm. this is just the same, right? Yes. Okay, but you've added, yes. like, two weird little sub-arms on the shoulders. Okay. That's kind of cool. It's weird looking, but, you know. um, if I, I mean, it works, yeah. right? Like, I think it, it looks like a cohesive design. It looks like a slightly strange design, but, like, it, it has, like, some flow to it. It looks like a, a singular concept. Yeah. Yeah, it does, and it looks... I, I like it, overall. Does it also add some, um... Uh, trying to look at that armor on the upper right. I can't tell if it adds more wing or not. No, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, I think that might be clip clipping from another thing on that page, just because this is, like, zoomed in. It looked a little weird there. Anyway, um... Uh, no, actually Oh, no, it, it does have armor there. Okay, so I'm not going crazy. Uh, yeah, it has it has little extra like mini wings. Okay. There with some more vernier. I didn't see them on the other side too, which is what was confusing me. Um, mm. but yeah. Okay, this is kind of neat. Um, not a lot to say about it because it's in a comic that it's semi-official one issue comic. It's one issue comic series. Uh, anyway. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, I really want to know whoever like. I know I'm. I, I know I am playing up my annoyance because it is common, but I will say the idea of semi-official on this is bugging me because this is published by Jitsu Gyo no Nihon Sha, who I don't think have ever worked with Bandai on anything like this. Who just do like they just do like weekly comic things. So why? What makes this semi-official? 
I really want to believe it's just like someone asking, like someone doing an interview with Kotoki, and he's like, yeah, I read that one once. <laughs> I, I legitimately just do not understand where, like, that wording... I'm going to see, like, I'm curious how far back that wording goes on here, because I'm like, did someone just, like, add that incidentally, or is that something that was, like, grandfathered into, like, the original article? Uh, let me see. Yes, it. I think it was. Yes, it was. It's grandfathered in. Uh, I think the original uh, version of this uh, article has... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it. S- no, okay. Instead of semi... Uh, oh my god! I am actually more mad about this. It used to say <laughs> semi-canon. And then they may have read oh, the thing... They boy. may have read the thing where Sunrise said canon is not really a thing that we talk about. We just have what we write things as, like, official. And so someone control f and changed all instances of canon to official, but they still say they don't... Mm. <laughs> That's actually worse in a way. That annoys me. Uh, that cracks me up. I love it. As a person who has just, like, listen, as long as you give me, like, good mechanical information, you can be as wrong as you want about... That is wild. (laughs) I just, when I saw Sammy Cannon there, my brain, like, put together what happened. And instead of just editing it to not say the nonsense, they instead edited it to be more correct in their incorrectness. And I'm like, what? Why? Uh, Anyway. All right. This has been a little bit of a long one. Uh, the death side gives us a lot to talk about. All the winning boys will, I think, honestly. I'm excited. I'm glad we could just openly talk about them. Don't even gotta worry about spoiler warnings at this point. And, yeah. That's good. It's fun. Yeah. Hey, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Soon to maybe be playing one of my four games that I started that I really want to finish. Depends on whether Xenogears will let me finish the side quest or not in a timely manner anyway okay fair enough uh, <laughs> where uh, you people can find you uh i'm on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r uh, you can also find my work at scanlandmedia.com patreon.com slash scanlandmedia i've been fighting in the podcast trenches right <laughs> and uh, let me tell you something about that that work if we weren't idiots we wouldn't be soldiers <sighs> peace <laughs> <laughs>